Welcome back, partners, to this episode of the Out to Lunch podcast. I'm your host, Griffin McCurlin. As you may have heard, there has been a dramatic shift to the Partner Edge program, and it is the new competency framework. Today, I speak with Emer Neville, Chief Operating Officer of Partner Ecosystem Success, and Hans Ube, Global Head of Ecosystem Delivery Success, to explain how it can help differentiate your business and showcase your particular areas of expertise to customers. In fact, we find it so important that we are dedicating an entire episode of SAP Partner Live to this topic on October 19th. Registration is in the description. For now, let's dig in and see what Emer and Hans are eating in the diner. Hans, you first. There was no lunch today beyond a sandwich, right? So I had one little sandwich. That's it. And let's see what dinner brings. I don't know. Uh, having been caught up in work, but hope that something comes along. Yeah. yeah, I'm an hour later, Griffin, but the same story applies. I'm in Ireland, so I'm an hour behind the, the CET time zone. So it's 20 past mm-hmm. four on our side. But uh, it's been toast and tea and coffee today. End of quarter kind of diet, uh, Griffin, for us here. Yes. But, uh, we'll get some nice food later on tonight. Wonderful. But yes, today on the podcast, on the menu, we have the new Partner Edge Competency Framework. This is a, a dramatic shift in, in how partners are going to be recognized to customers, how their specializations, you know, what they really do for, for their customers. And, and so that's really what's on the menu. So I guess the first question is maybe what all these partners are wondering is, is what, what is this new competency framework and, and why is it important to them as well as uh, their customers and maybe potential customers? Yeah, well, that's the most important thing. We need this to be so relevant to our partners and customers. But in a nutshell, Griffin, our new Partner Edge Competency Framework is, is an evolution of how we're really going to recognize our partners for the role they play for our customer. And this goes well beyond the deals and the revenue. It really focuses in on enabling our partners to expose the great competencies, the great expertise they have. The competency framework is a new program benefit, so it's completely free and it's a way in which all of our partners can differentiate themselves in the market. The two things that our partners and customers customers have been telling us over the last couple of years, I suppose, is partners really want to be recognized beyond the sale and really for the for the value that they add to our customers. Our customers, on the other hand, have been asking us for really to find their partner easier, to find a better match for their transformation. So we're bringing two components together and making sure that with the competency framework, that's what we're about to do here with really exposing partner competencies and specializations to the market and to our customers. So, I mean, it's really a way to for, for partners to differentiate themselves in the market and, and really hone in on, on what their on what their specialties are and, and what they can really provide to their customers. I think that's great. Um, Hans, is there anything else that you'd like to add to that from your perspective? No, I, th- I, th- I think very well said. Maybe the point to make is, right, I mean, if you put yourself in the shoes of a customer, they typically ask this question, okay, when I buy one of SAP products like SuccessFactor, who can help me to get the business value out of it? Who can help me to, to be really successful with the investment? in success factor and make it the best in class HR system for the company. And so they look for partners that can help them to really get a fast implementation, go live, create the business outcomes they're expecting for. And that's what the competency framework provides to the customers. And insiders, who are the best partners in the ecosystem from a, from a delivery point of view, from a customer outcome point of view. On the flip side, if, if you look at the partners, I mean, we, we ask the partners to invest a lot, right? With the shift and the transformation of our product portfolio to the clouds, all of our partners are, are pushed to invest significantly in their skills and capabilities to really 
offer cloud services to our customers. And so the competency is somehow the rewarding mechanism to that, the investment in new capabilities and new skills, promoting it to the market, as well as the related projects that they drive to it. And so I think this is the, the, the big shift, right? For the first time, you have a structured program that really rewards the partners and on the flip side, makes it super easy for the customer to find the right partner. Cool. And, and that sounds great. And I'm sure that there's I've seen it. There's a, there's a ton of different ways that these partners can be recognized and there's, there's tiering systems and there's a, there's a number of competencies and within those competencies, there's a number of, of specializations that kind of act as building blocks to obtain a competency. So uh, maybe Emer, could you dive in and maybe give some of the backs or not the backstory, but really kind of maybe some of the nitty gritty of how these are structured and how partners can go about obtaining a competency. Yeah, sure. Of course we can, Griffin. <laughs> so um, essentially, we've, we've, we're trying to make it as simple as possible. And as Han said as well, it's all about how we're bringing our solution areas to market as well, because we want our partners to benefit from that. So obviously, SAP has went through quite a lot of transformation towards cloud. So we have a very integrated best of breed suite that we have a lot of different solutions that our partners can, can show their competency in. So there's essentially two levels. You have the competency, which is some solution areas. For our first phase, we have seven solution areas that partners can get competent in and then there's three tiers within that so that can like based on the number of certifications the number of consultants etc that will obviously go up the more that the partners have shown expertise in front of the customer then there's the competency layers or the, the specialization layer then as well griffin which is more on a process or a specific product level which will allow our partners and their consultants to really gain a competency overall. So the big focus on this is our partners already may have specializations and competencies. And that's the beautiful thing here. We're not asking our partners to do a hundred more things. We're trying to make it simple for them. So if our partners go into our SAP for me today, they will see their competencies and, and where they need to go to get to you know, a badge and they can learn how they can request logos and everything else. But this is really connected with how we bring our solutions to market, how we ensure that the best partners, the best consultants are obviously marketed in that way to our customers as well. I don't know, Hans, would you add, obviously we have a lot more coming up on it. We'll bring an industry flavor to it and we'll enhance this as we as we go through uh, the next couple of cycles. But Hans, would you add anything? No, I mean, yeah, maybe I think one key point just to highlight a little bit more that you made is, what we tried when we built the competency framework is to think through how can we use data that we anyway collect. So we don't want to make it a burden for the partner that they need to maintain somewhere that the competency comes along their investment, respectively their performance, right? And so what we have implemented with the competency program is to say, we will count all the your investment in capabilities, what is mainly certifying your people once they have passed the learning journey, as well as we are collecting all the projects you're running. And that's a big thing we do in cloud. In cloud, we want to know if our customers get the value out of their investment in our cloud services, and if they go live and whom they leverage, whom in the ecosystem they leverage to run the project. So, so we have this data anyway in-house. And what we have now created is, is, is what we, we call the competency engine that's in, in our own, that automatically calculates the level of the partner in their specific domain expertise, right? 
Um, and, and I think this is a huge benefit to anything we had before, because before, if we had reward mechanism, it was always about, we, meant, we said the partners, if you want to have it, you need to go through cumbersome processes, complete some forms and get there. So we have automated it. And the other thing to point out that Ima also already mentioned is we've not only automated it, we use our new platform that we use as the single point of contact with our partners, what is called SEP for me for partners. There we display the status. So it becomes very easy and transparent to the partners where they are. They don't need to call somebody in SEP. They log in into their portal in SEP for me for partners. They see where they are at. If they maybe miss something in terms of they're missing a little bit on the capability build, they can do the incremental investment, they can move up a tier, or if they want to go in a specialization, they're today active in success factor, but not, not in the learning domain of success factor or not in the recruitment module, then they can do the investment there and then they can expand the footprint of their competency specialization that they can demonstrate to the market. Well, that, that's wonderful to know that they're, they're, the partners aren't starting from scratch. You know, they're if they're already competent in you know this field or that field or, or these different areas, then some of the stuff they don't even need to do. It'll it'll transfer directly over in this new framework, and they'll they might already have uh, you know a head start. And these these trainings that you're speaking about to to advance or progress through uh, the different tiers, um, are these trainings available? Do, does SAP provide these trainings? Is there a roadmap to to do these, or or how how does a partner go about obtaining um, different further on, further tiers and further competencies? That's that's a great question, and I think let, let me let me put it there. Is we do a significant investment in training, right? Not everything is for free. Also, to be clear, some of the training is is coming along with a cost. Uh, but through our SAP learning teams, and we just launched with them a new, or they have launched a new platform um, recently beyond the learning hub, where you can consume learning, uh, on which we have clear learning journeys. So how we expose it to our partners is we have for all of our products so-called learning journeys that takes you from. I don't know the product. I want to have a high level introduction, what it's all about to the deep dive knowledge of how to deploy it at a customer. And once you went through this, um, you get a record of, of achievement and then you can get certified. And that's the process we are taking this through. Very easy. Most of it is, is or all of it can be done remote. Many of this can be done in self-paced studying motion. Some of it is com complement with in virtual instructor-led session. We all know that it's about also sometimes better to have somebody teaching you in it or some is also linked to system access and doing some training in the systems so real hands-on training. So full, uh, full set of training offerings through our SAP learnings team that we provide for our partners along the whole portfolio. And once you complete it, it floats automatically into your competency recognition, what again then brings you forward in your competency level and allows you as a partner to more shine to the market, to more differentiate against the other partners and to win more business in the market. Gotcha. I was trying to explain this um, to my girlfriend. We were talking about, you know, there's this new, new framework happening for our partners and so-and-so. And she's not in in the tech space or the, or even the, you know the corporate world in general. And uh, she's a football player. So Hans, you might appreciate you know this metaphor. And I was trying to explain it to her. And I thought you know think of SAP as an agent. You know we're working with them. We want to we want to represent them as best as possible to the teams customers that our our player wants to play for. So perhaps in the past SAP has represented our players as you know, a, a good soccer player, a great soccer player, or a wonderful soccer player. But now we really break it down into different categories and saying, you know, their defense is wonderful. They have a, a great shot. They have the excellent uh, dribbling skills. So we're really uh, diving deeper into the player as a whole or the partner as a whole and, and representing them better for 
um, their customers or the teams that the player wants to play for. Would that be an accurate metaphor that, that would work? It's a really good metaphor, I think, Griffin. And, and it is, I even, I use the metaphor around matchmaking in some ways, come from Ireland here, but it's a case of really, I mean, all partners are unique in their way and they bring a lot of different skill sets. I mean, we have partners working across 25 industries, seven solution areas. I mean, the breadth and depth of the SAP ecosystem is, is amazing. So in some ways as well, it brings our customers and partners closer together. They find their perfect match facilitated by, yes, SAP. You know, we want to orchestrate the best outcomes for the partners. Sometimes it's not for us to choose who the best partner is, but it's really to expose a transparent view of the partners and their investment in SAP and their practice so that ultimately the customer can trust in our partner finder, our recommendation, but overall the SAP ecosystem. I think we always say this, but this, this is why the competency framework is so exciting and very important for us at SAP, because this is how we bring our partners and SAP together to ensure the customer lifetime value. So, I mean, myself and Hans have been working very closely across SAP to ensure that the ecosystem is embedded in all perspectives of the customer journey. And when we think going forward, how important that is, especially in the cloud, renewals, retention, ultimately the customer is the center of everything. So this really, the competency framework just provides a very clear matchmaking service to allow our customers to find whichever partner they want for whatever part of the journey they want. So it links back very much to SAP. We want to orchestrate an ecosystem of ecosystems to make sure that the customer results ultimately uh, stay with us for life. So that's uh, that's our mission here, but we're really excited to bring this transformation. And it's, it's just the start of, of what we're doing around making sure that our partners have tools and techniques and everything they need from SAP to, to manage our, our customers in the right way. I think that's a great way to put it too, just you know, really tying it into our overall partner strategy and making making all the partners um, you know, fit together better and, and how it aligns with with everything we're doing for partners. So I think that's great. Um, what's interesting actually, just as you mentioned that, Griffin, what I've I've been just looking at some of the analytics because obviously in the partner finder, it's not just about customers. Partners are now finding other partners that maybe they hadn't found before. You know, we're seeing now there's thousands of leads coming through directly to the partners. So it's nothing, I mean, you know, it's customers inquiring or prospects inquiring to partners, they're reaching out to them directly. But what it has created is that network of networks. So our partners mm-hmm. are finding opportunities working together in the ecosystem to deliver for that one or multiple customers. So that is an unintended consequence, actually, Griffin, but a very good one that our partners are seeing who's going to win as well. Well, I, I love that. And that really, it really reinforces even the name that we've we've labeled the, the partners in, in the ecosystem, really multiple parties working together to, you know, to have some sort of sustainable right. environment. So I think that's great. Yeah. Um, you can you can stick now together the right player cards, right? So I, I like the analogy, right? But it's 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 really the yeah. thing. How do we make it make it happen? And by the way, I will take it. So my son is a big fan of something called Matt Foot. What is called player soccer player cards, right? So so mm-hmm. it's a, it's now I know how to explain my kids how this all works. But but I think it's a great analogy because I, I think to be successful and that's the reality for for many customers as well as partners is you need multiple partners to emerge point, right? And and so the competency framework will help you to find together the right player cards that equip a full team that that can be successful. And the competency framework somehow guides you through it, right? 
that still at the end, coming back to your, your term of, of agent, right? It doesn't take away that, that you need to make the personal decision who is the right partner for you as a customer. But it will, will tell you, maybe you better look into these three companies. They could be really good for you, sounds on paper. Then make your own due diligence, right? It, it will never, I think we are, we are really in a highly complex business, right? So we don't think, and that's not our idea to automate everything or to say, you find it automatically the best partner for you but what we help is for our partners to more, more say where do they best suit and for our customers to say how can i easily create a short list of wh whom should i talk to or if i want to to build a team of players to win together in the ecosystem with whom should i partner up in the ecosystem to be successful so i think it's a it's a nice analogy how to build the right teams because at the end of the day in our network economy, it's all about working together, sticking together, multiple players to be successful. And, and the competency framework will be one of the, the key elements exposed through the partner finder to the customers. So I, I kind of want to pivot now into, this is new, it's brand new, it's a new thing for SAP and its partners. Um, and I'm sure that there's questions that partners have. So I, I just want to pick both your brains and maybe if you could give maybe the top two or three biggest questions that maybe partners are, are having around this new framework. And if you could answer them quickly here on, on the podcast. Yeah, maybe maybe I can, I can start right. And, okay, and one, of, one of the, the important things to say, luckily, the partners asked us something. I would say if they ask us nothing, we wouldn't have driven a change, right? A change means mm -hmm. people are need to know what is the change. So we get this question. So we are very appreciative of partners ask us questions. It means one of one, they understand we changed something. Secondly, they are curious about what it is really. And I think a, a few key questions, right? Is one is why is it cloud only, right? And the reality is we are on a transformation journey as SAP where we have still a huge on-premise business, especially with our install-based customers and we move to the cloud. And a lot of partners say, why do you launch a program that is only on cloud and no longer rewarding us from the stuff we do on on-premise while we still do it? Or maybe, we, and we work in an industry like public sector that is more still in on-premise than in the cloud. Our feedback to the partners, yes, that's true. And the competency framework is not about devaluing what you're doing on-premise. But what we see clearly, and this, you can read all the analysts and where the market is going, we move to the cloud. So we see the competency framework is the accelerator to the cloud. So that's that's one thing we get a mm. lot of questions. And I think at the end, the partners understand it. We need together to move to the cloud to be continuously successful in the market because of course, the customers want to move in the cloud. It's not about us that we want. The market is moving in the cloud. The customer demand is moving in the cloud. Another question, and that's, that's, that's an interesting one, what is more in the detail between the relationship between us and the partners is, historically, we have very much looked at the relationship of the partners on country level. Why we have looked at the sales performance. So we looked at how is the partner doing in a specific country helping us to win more business. Once you move in, in the sense of customer outcomes, the country doesn't matter so much anymore. Why? Literally every company is globally present. Even if you go in a small mid-market company, they have a production site in country A, a sales office in country B. So they expect us to operate globally, regionally, similarly on the partner side. And so one thing we have broken with the new framework is to say is we look at the partners holistically across country borders. It's no longer about the, the partners in country A has a status A and in country B, the status B. No, we have looked at it in a global view. Why we think that the, that how you deliver has become a global thing. How do we still deal with the fact that the business is at the end still local? Is the fact that in the partner finder, we clearly expose where the partner has been active. 
So where in which countries have they already run, run business? So what it means we take away from saying it matters if you have an office as a partner in a country too. It matters if you have done business in a country. And that is, that is a really fundamental shift because in the past we differentiated you as with your country entities. Now we move to global but still reflecting where you have done business. So, so there's still a local flavor in it to it. But that's an interesting one. Um, I think internally, and Ima will remember this well, we had a lot of um, circles around and how we do this change in the right way. I think we have picked it in a nice way, but it's not the thinking, the way we have been operating. And so this then causes, if you change the way how you have operated, everybody has 20 question marks, why? Uh, but then once you get through it, I think again, the partners understand why we do it and they appreciate it. And also customers understand why we expose the ecosystem in this way. Yeah, I think they're they're all fundamental hands. And I think the main thing, like from, from my team who are kind of leading the design of the Partner Edge program in close collaboration with Hans as the person that's looking after to make sure ecosystem delivery success, we're always listening to understand. So we 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 are listening already. We're already putting in fine-tuning into our next phase. I mean, our ecosystem deserves that. So we're building this on top of all of the different things that we are putting in place to make sure our ecosystem are successful uh, ultimately Griffin I think and our partners deserve that as well so um, we will continue to listen and understand we have our current NPS survey running already and we're getting some good feedback and constructive feedback from our partners there but what I would say to, to any partners the community listening is the call uh, change is a good thing in this regard SAP is just trying to ensure that we are exposing all of the expertise within the ecosystem for our customers making it easier I think we we embarked on our big partnership transformation about three years ago. It, the pace is still relentless. Um, and I think our NPS has increased a certain percentage points for exactly doing that. We're continuing to listen to partners. We don't always say we get it right from the get-go every time, but we will. And that's the ambition here. So keep the feedback coming through your PBMs or through ourselves. And we'll make sure that we, we get make this better and better with age. Wonderful. So I recognize we're coming close to time now. So I guess some closing remarks maybe from you too is, is what do partners really need to do to, to capitalize on this new framework? And, you know, upon hearing this podcast or seeing um, different events or webinars or, or, or white papers on the topic, you know, what are the next steps? Yeah, maybe I can take that one, Griffin Hans. Feel free to jump in. Well, first of all, as we said, we are trying to make it as simple as possible. So we're not asking for, for a huge amount of work here, but the main and primary reason for this is you need to make sure that your consultants are certified with SAP, that you're registering your projects because these competency designations will be automated and awarded to appear in Partner Finder. So that's one thing, Griffin, I'd say, just for everyone, all your partner managers to just get your data in order so that the system can do all the hard work for us. You can connect to SAP for me. So in the partnership dashboard, you will see what you have achieved already. That will be the interesting part and the exciting part. If for any reason the partner or you are disappointed with how you see these achievements and competencies, just reach out to your PBM or your PXM and they will guide you to where you're missing those you know, important things that you need to get you to the next level in the framework. Um, you do need to make sure that in the partner finder platform that you'll already have a self-created profile, but you'll be able to see before it goes live what you can do there, you can add in success stories, videos, you can personalize your brand. And obviously, as I said before, we are doing our best at an SAP perspective to really drive a lot of traffic to the partner finder to make sure that, you know, your business is, is 
fairly represented and make sure it is represented in the best way. You can also request your competency and designation logos. So that's a big, important aspect. Um, as we've heard from our partners throughout this, it's important that they're able to brand themselves in the way with SAP and you know on the road to intelligent enterprise. So they can easily request the designations. We already have quite a lot of requests in there, Griffin. So we expect that that's continuing. Hans, is there anything else? I have given a list of things, but these are <laughs> the most important hands. And once well, you get say, to the tools, it's simple. <laughs> no, I, I would say not really much to add, right? Very comprehensive. I think the one call out is just be open, right? And be curious. What what I see is, and, and I have, I would say, uh, as I did run sessions on it to the partners and, and then had personal follow-ups, I would say I spoke in the last three months to more than 100 partners about this topic. There's, there's obviously some mixed reactions in terms of, I like it, mm, could be good, but this is not. Just be curious and get into the flow of it. And as Ima said, we try to make it as easy as possible, but also open to feedback. But I think, and this is what I already had as the, the, the highlights for me and the feedback is, partners who have embarked on it and take it as, oh, that's great, I can use it now, and they have used it, seeing the value that because customers like it. And I think this is, this is my biggest call out to everyone here is, Explore it, leverage it, see the value, and give us the feedback how we can make it better. Simple. Awesome. Simple. Super way to finish that. Bada bing, bada boom. We should let everyone back to their lovely lunch now. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So uh, before we go, though, I just have one more question. Hans, you're familiar with this question, but uh, Emer, like you said, this is the first time on the podcast, so I've got a bit of a surprise question for you. Um, Wonderful. And I you have to take it because I know the surprise, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Emer, if you were to have lunch with anybody in the world, celebrity, icon, famous person, who would it be? Will you judge me? No. Maybe? <laughs> Elon Musk. <laughs> Elon Musk, personal one. But yeah, I'd love to pick his brain on a few things to see how we could derive a bit of more further innovation. But that's my personal one, I guess. Fantastic. He he's fascinating. He's very high on that list. I think he's number two after Michael Jordan for me. But okay. uh <laughs> but no, very interesting guest. And Hans, is you're still um Franz Beckenbauer, I believe his name is. I'm still into football. I you have to go for it. a second one now, Hans. So you this is the yep. second question. So the next person you'll go for the next person, I, I would go for Satya Nadena, Microsoft. Uh I'm I'm really admiring how he has turned around the company and taking it to a complete different culture from my point of view. So I really admire him and, and would love, and also from a personality, I think really admirable person that I would love to meet. Wonderful. Good one. Awesome. We'll debrief after we meet Elon and Sam. Yes. <laughs> exactly. We get the two sides of the pole. Eh? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hans, Emer, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm sure this has been extremely insightful for the partners. Um, I guess we've, we've already left it where it needs to be. Um, so thank you both once again for coming on and talk soon. Thanks, Griffin. Thank and thanks to all the partners who tuned in. Have a nice lunch. All the best. Thank you all for listening to this episode of the Out to Lunch podcast. Big shout out to Emer and Hans for coming on to help us better understand the new competency framework. Let us know in the survey if this episode helped you, and don't forget to register for the next episode of SAP Partner Live to hear even more on this topic on October 19th. The links are in the description. Have a great day, partners. Stay hungry.